Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're exploring what actually is a froze. A froze, eh? We're working it out. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Well, <laughs> is it froze? Is it froze? Mm. Depends on who you're is talking it froze to. What you're drinking? <laughs> froze? Froze? I've not heard froze before. I've heard well, no, because froze. People say, because froze? Not heard froze. People say goza, don't they? So yeah, sometimes oh, yeah. it's based guess, on goes. Interesting, like interesting tangent at the start of things. Mm. Like how? Because I'd always say goes. I say goes. I'm sure I've see. I hear a lot of people say goza. Um, and I've heard German, I've been corrected by German people to say goes. So I say goes. Well, I was going to say, like, it, uh, I'm sure, like, we could easily Google this. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's once in a blue moon I hear someone say goza. And then I'm like, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> like, is it me? Um, so, yeah, feel free to DM and tell me, like, tell how you, wrong. if you say, yeah, tell, tell me I'm wrong. But then if you're going to tell me I'm wrong back it up with what I'm with, like yeah, tell want, me where you've learned it from yes. and who's taught you like how to say it um because I just I think it'd be really interesting I mean even if you say if you say um goes like where did you learn it from yeah. Brighton tell us that's nice <laughs> I feel like that would be really interesting to be like do you say before we even start goes or goza and uh is you know where did you learn it go like that's that's what we're doing here that's but, a, um, a woman's brew <laughs> facebook instagram and twitter and a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com that is indeed uh, or you could just dm me on my post or what i do or whichever it doesn't matter um but yeah no it's interesting the whole like froze 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 whatever you're gonna say it all depends on who you're talking to so. which is interesting um yeah i think i think it's gonna be interesting to see we've 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 got this split into like two distinct sections and it will make it will make sense as we go through it but the first one that we're going to start with is and this one I know is pronounced froze (laughs) it's Mirakai's every day is magnificent (laughs) and it is the newest one from them um just bought mine you know not too long ago picked it up I don't want to date this, but I'm dating it. You're going to date it anyway. I'm going to date it. Picked it up at Arendelle. Yeah, and very kindly, very kindly, <laughs> I, I bought it. I did it as a pickup and she very yeah, we kindly did a, like. We did an air quotes her. click and collect. Click and collect. Um, Emma clicked and collected it. Thank you, Emma. And brought it to me at Arendelle. Yes. Um, so yeah, I do also still have, to be fair, so this is the third one. Yes. In the series that they did. And I, I call it a series, but it's just because one after another isn't it I don't know if it was yeah. like a planned set amount or if they're just going to keep doing them for it I'm happy if they do yeah because uh, I've had them before and they're really good but these are the ones that I still have left over the first one was we like you very much and that one was amazing like so absolutely good. amazing so um which then had me by the right before your berry eyes now you sent me the right before your berry eyes yes I, I also had it as well yeah. I had bought it as well and had it yeah. and this was the one we well, were originally going to do I bought that one for you to make your hot sauce with 
when um, you make your, when you use your hot sauce kit i have had one already so uh i can save that one for hot sauce yes yeah. so that's good because i knew <laughs> because i knew that the uh hot sauce that was a collaboration yes. with mirakai like was one of your favorites. faves it absolutely yeah. is um so if you're watching the video i've got it on there yeah. but it's the hot sauce uh, the very best of friends and it yeah. is li- i've got so many bottles of it because i just don't want to run out of it so really now um, i keep inherit i i i've bought them i've inherited them it's like it's great it's, sammy sent me gave me one and i was like oh my god it's my favorite absolutely love it um shout out to <laughs> un- unpaid for plug for yeah. sammy at hop sauce because literally <laughs> we were positioned next to them at arendelle yeah. and i was just like Basically, he's got a built-in hype man because if he just yeah. looks over and he's like, how good is my hot sauce? I'll be like, so good. Uh, but that is literally my favourite one. So I I'm, thought it'd be good for you to make your own with the yeah. like, for your berry eyes, you see. That's I still why have I the kit behind it. me back yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I haven't been brave enough to start it because I think because I've had Sammy's and it's so good. I'm like that. intimidated because one. I'm like, what if it's Just really hit bad? Sammy up for tips? You know he'll give you some. <laughs> be like, Sammy, help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> uh but yeah i'll save that one anyway i'm excited to try this one though because yes. this is i'm gutted though because this is like i only bought one can of this yeah <laughs> and i kind of wish i brought another that one may, that may have been a mistake with, on our part have with the we like you very much mm. um and and the right for you berry eyes because i'll put some in hot sauce and i'll save some um so maybe i need to like buy another can or something because excited but let's crack in um, and then we'll talk about why it's froze. Oh, look at that. She's thick. Ooh, Three C's. Uh, if this is, if we're already at this level, I mean, where are we going to go to? Right, like, this I looks like straight up no, I've got the thick wrong AF juice. Thick AF juice. Oh, it smells amazing. <gasps> Do you know what it smells uh, like? It smells, it smells like... like- Peaches Mel- and nectarines to me. It smells like melted Solero. Oh, okay, yeah. To be fair, I don't. I've not really properly ne- had an actual had a Solero. Solero. No, I know what it is. I actually know what that is. So it's not a blank face on me this time. Yeah. Um. Oh, it just smells. It like... smells like it smells like Solero, and it's got vanilla in it as well, hasn't it? It smells like all the best stuff. Yeah, it's got yeah. vanilla. So Solero has got vanilla ice cream in it as well. So it just it just smells like Solero. So I was going to say, like, it's like, you get, I get like the peaches, the mango, like all that. What I hadn't necessarily picked up was a passion fruit until I read passion fruit. And then I'm like, yeah, that's oh in there. Oh my goodness. I haven't sipped it yet. Oh, <laughs> get in there because it's ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want a happy dance. I really like it. Oh, so good. Yeah, child, this is good. Mm. I love it. Highly recommend highly recommend so i mean yeah, i i've loved like i said i've loved all the other phrases that i've done so it's yeah. good so the reason why at the beginning we were saying like is it is it a froze is it a froze like what what what's the deal with those phrases um so i know that this one actually is froze so i've had the conversation with emma about it and because i just asked her a few questions i let her know we were going to record this episode when i was when i was ordering i've just said what actually like where i was under the impression it was all frosé sort of explained that i said like where did you actually first see it etc etc and she basically said that it's literally just a fruited ghost like one day ollie just said i want to make a fruited ghost (laughs) 
<laughs> and then they just started using the word froze uh, to shorten it. So literally that is the inspiration that this one, like this is where the quote unquote inspiration is, is it's effectively a fruited ghost for this one. It is a froze. So uh, she also said like Ollie puts Himalayan salt in it and then they uh, kettle sour. So I thought, well, we're, well, well, I'm enjoying sipping on it. Could you explain sort of some people might see kettle sour or there might be beers they're having that are sours that are kettle sour that they don't know are kettle sour because it's not on there. We were having a conversation about this before we started yeah. recording. I don't know. So I think it's there, because uh, you, you were saying you felt that kettle souring was maybe a US thing. And I, was I thought like, it was I, more I prevalent because I would actually see it on yeah. stuff. I don't think, I, I think people just don't put it on there over here because so basically kettle souring is a faster way of souring beer um because your more traditional sour beers will take longer because they're being soured by bacteria or wild yeasts um, and that takes a long time they might be in barrels i'm really sorry can i just say i have to interject here (laughs) because as i'm sipping this more right interrupting the lesson i know but this is really important as i'm sipping this more right so this is the third beer in the Froze series. I'm reading the back. Packed full of mango, passion fruit, raspberry, coconut, marshmallow, and vanilla. Your first sips, it's like very heavily like mango, passion fruit, that, that realm of things. And then sort of towards the back end of the sip, you start to get, I don't necessarily get the coconut as much, but the raspberry comes in and yeah. it's just, so, I just needed to interject and be like, oh my God, there's raspberry. Like I'm a hundred percent getting the raspberry in there and the vanilla It's like, the raspberry vanilla and marshmallow but it's like raspberry and it just changes very quickly changes how that fruit lands sorry carry on back to the kettle souring i needed to interject like i couldn't sit on that because i was like ah so So rude anyway your more traditional sour i believe i was saying um is soured with bacteria or with wild yeasts and that takes a much longer time and can take you know months maybe years to get the flavors that brewers want it might be in barrels so it'll be taking time and then things are blended together to get the final result with a kettle sour basically the beer is soured in the brew kettle um so bacteria can be added to the mash runoff after sparging so if you have not heard me talk about how beer is made before, here's a quick rundown. Grains are steeped in hot water for usually an hour. Can change. Um, that water is then extracted from the, the what is called the mash there. Water is taken out. That is now called wort. That's boiled. Hops and other ingredients are added to it. It's then cooled down to the correct temperature for yeast to be put in it. The yeast creates carbon dioxide and alcohol. Ta-da! You've got beer potted this is how we brew so after the mash where the grains are seeped uh, steeped in hot water the water that's taken off of that is called wort at that point bacteria can be added into the brew kettle and it can be left to sour now sometimes this takes 24 hours it could be quicker it could be it could be longer depending on what the brewer wants but then the beer is boiled to pasteurize it and it kills off the bacteria that was used to sour it locks in the acidity um, and means that you're not going to get any more levels of that changing generally a beer that is kettle soured in this way 
um, will have a pH level of 3.4, whereas a normal beer will have a pH level of 4.5. Quite often, the bacteria that is used for that is lactobacillus, which gives you yogurty notes, that kind of tangy tartness to it. So that is what kettle souring is, if you didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, the reason I said it, it felt more common in the US because I felt like there was a lot of beers that were like literally predominantly labeled across it as yeah. like, this is a kettle sour. Yeah. Um, I mean, like even looking at this, I, I know that they, they kettle soured it because Emma told me, but yeah. it's not like it's listed here, at least not in big enough writing, maybe in one of the tiny, tiny print, but it doesn't yeah. say like that's how they've done it. And maybe a lot of people over here don't necessarily care per se. Well, I think uh, there was a point where this was a very popular um, um, maybe new technique that was being used. And then I think people were like, oh, yeah, this is a kettle sour. But I think now it's just like there are so many sours on the market that you don't necessarily need to know how it was soured. You just know that it is sour. So I suppose like because this is quite interesting because it's got like marshmallow in it. <laughs> like your more traditional sour, air quotes, beer. Um probably wouldn't necessarily i mean you know brewers like to experiment so you've got lots of different things going on um be more traditional sour beers just in comparison to these types of beers that we're trying today are um generally as i said uh, fermented with bacteria or with um wild yeasts and it takes a long time it can take you know months years in barrels sometimes they are done in stainless steel it depends on the different types but there's more like there are more bacteria that are used so like as well as lactobacillus pediococcus might be used acetobacter might be used um and they do different things but they'll still eat the sugars like yeast will but they just take a lot longer to do it um and then they like in normal beers they're considered like a bad thing because they're spoiling the beer but in a sour beer you can get really interesting results and then you get the fun job of like blending them all together to get the interesting flavors that you want that's fun that's out of the scope of today yeah i mean it, you say it's out marshmallow of scope, fruit beers that's what i'm gonna say you say it's out of the scope of today but when, you, when you're talking about the blending aspect of it and getting the flavors right like i don't think everything like I don't think you could just put anything into like a sour beer with it because I feel like how it would turn out probably wouldn't taste well, different. Would it always but, taste amazing? <laughs> well, no. I mean that's the thing of with blending; it's very unpredictable, and that and that is why sour beers, like traditional sour beers, are blended because you get different barrels, and then you know this one's one year old, this is two, this is three. You blend them together. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you need a bit more three year. Sometimes you need a bit more you know one year and you know that's that's a real art form getting the right flavors that you want well beer co do it really well p.s oh yeah they really do i feel to be fair i feel like using marshmallow is an art form in itself oh yeah that's as like, well. completely I feel side, like... side story adding marshmallows to beer that's an interesting one as but well i feel like that in itself like yeah uh, i know that's when we turn off traditional to, uh... but i mean that is literally in art form because if you don't yeah. use it the right way you put too much of it it just yeah. can ruin it you don't put enough of it then you might as well not put it in at all do you remember when we talked to Damien and we and I asked him about it and he was just like it all just gets stuck in the bottom yeah <laughs> I mean I wouldn't I personally <laughs> I personally wouldn't want the job of like cleaning that up afterwards it. um 
but it can produce some really it really can like especially when you can taste it the right like in the right level yeah it is amazing but it is it is that thing of like like with anything if you don't vanilla like take vanilla if you don't balance that out you don't do the right amount of that you don't you know you put too much of it it's too much uh and if you don't put enough cinnamon you don't put enough of it you might as well not bother I mean Uh, that's your personal opinion on that by the way I don't know some people don't like as much cinnamon in their beers as you do true however if you speak like when we spoke test 43 when it came to I mean we spoke to numerous people about cinnamon and beers the consensus is you don't know you almost don't know you've put too much in yeah. until it's too late because it's like subtle 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 holy shit too much cinnamon <laughs> for most people not for me yeah. but that's Perfect. usually when I'm like no no no, this is peak this is great like yeah. keep, keep yeah. it at this level um but yeah it's just it's really it's just interesting when you talk about levels there's nothing to do with souring yeah. beers but um it, it's all an art form of getting your levels of ingredients right full stop so yeah Right, so this is a froze because it is a fruited goes. Which I know we're going into normal goes now and mm-hmm. it's going to be relevant for the normal goes. But I can actually taste the salt in this. Yeah. Which yeah. is really nice because I feel like even with a, like, with a normal goes, sometimes I can't quite taste the saltiness to like such yeah, a high level. It depends on the levels. I mean, so it's kind of, you know, salt is a seasoning. So you're adding it to enhance the rest of the flavours, not necessarily to actually taste salt. Um, and I, I did a little bit of reading up on um, fruited gozes and why, you know, how that how that happens. And basically, you make a regular goze, which we'll talk about in a moment, um, and then you just chuck a load of fruit puree in it. <laughs> so, I mean, does that does that stand sort of across the board when when anyone says like you know, fruited sour or fruited goes or fruited anything? Is that pretty much just I mean, chuck probably. a bunch of fruit in I it, and that's fruited. what makes it fruited? fruited you've added fruit to it like fruited puree like fruit puree um like macerated means it's been on top of actual fruit um you know there's there's different ways of doing it you can add you can add bits of fruit into the fermenter or barrel or whatever um you can add tea you can add puree you can add zests but i think for a fruited goes potentially you know fruited sours a whole bunch of pureed fruit has just been chucked in it. Um, probably I. So I've done this. I've tested this out. So I tried chucking it in before you start fermentation. Didn't work quite as well. I like primary fermentation to be finished, and then I chuck it in. It starts again because obviously there's more sugar going in. So yeah. the yeast is going to go. Oh, hello. <laughs> I thought I'd finished that, but no, there's some more. Um, and so, and, and you do want that fruit to hopefully you want that to be fermented out because otherwise you can end up with exploding cans you've got to be really careful um and that gives you i think that gives you the best flavor and you get like the true flavor of the fruit it also depends on the fruit like some fruits are harder to um get the flavor out of right away cherries uh it takes quite a lot of cherries imagine like grapes as well have to be yeah. like one of those fruits that have to be like particularly that, well that difficult. might be rather than putting the actual puree and you put the juice in so like orange you could put lemon uh lime you might put the juice in mm. rather than the actual fruit i mean you can do depends on that you'll get different results every time you put it in a different way i found a recipe for a fruited goes from big timber brewing company in big timber yeah in west virginia 
And they, in 900 gallons, they put in 450 pounds of strawberries. Sorry, everyone, this is in American. I mean, I get it. Um, 150 pounds of blueberries, 100 pounds of blackberries, 100 pounds of raspberries, one and a half pounds of vanilla beans, 11.5 pounds of coriander seeds, 20 pounds of lactose, and six pounds of salt. And that's in their bear berry beer. Which is a fruity goes. Six six pounds of salt is like six pounds of salt. Uh like average, but on the small side of average of like a child's weight, like a baby's mm. a newborn baby's right. Like that just is just of salt. Just of just of salt. Like just yeah. to put that into perspective, like that's how much I weighed when I was born. <laughs> and like that's all the saltiness in that me, and that's a great comparison there, all the saltiness. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it is uh yeah that is insane that is insane yeah but that was on a kettle sale about base as well just so you know interesting mm. it's uh it's crazy when you say like like 400 pounds of this fruit 450 and... pounds of strawberry and that's just yeah that's just one fruit yeah. how does stra- like how does strawberry come out like I reckon strawberries, if I had to hazard a guess, I feel like strawberries would be one of those types of fruit as well that you would need to have a lot of. Yeah, I feel like I strawberries so. probably don't come out as easily in the taste as yeah, as so. you want them to. Like, if you want them to have that strong, natural-like strawberry taste, I imagine that's probably quite hard to get. Although saying that, I had the uh, Brew York collaboration with Full Circle and it was called Tea and it was from their birthday ones. And it was like an afternoon tea type one where it was um, like strawberries and cream. And it was amazing, first of all. And second of all, it really got that like strawberry taste yeah. in it. And so I just wonder like, did they have to use like, flavoring fat did they actually put root I, I don't remember because I didn't I don't even think I looked at the can I was in the middle of playing Dungeons and Dragons or something and I was like literally just drinking it and I took a sip and I was like oh my god this is amazing and I imagine that's just such a subtle and uh, not subtle but more of a delicate flavor to try to get right and yeah, it literally I was like strawberries like, just generally in like just like you know cooking and stuff strawberries are more delicate flavor yeah cherry takes its time to develop um raspberries are kind of like hey we're tough <laughs> hey, hey we're here <laughs> we're raspberries <laughs> yeah cool speaking of them speaking before of, before we learn any more about them speaking of cool. goes we have got memoirs of a goes this is cherry blossom goes so it's not a straight goes um no it's got cherry blossom in it it's it indeed Sour cherry. Oh, it's got sour cherries. Salted and cherry cher- blossom. Yeah. Because so I was going to say this one technically was listed as a fruited goes, which yeah. is why I picked this one. So, yeah. It's got Cornish sea salt in it. Yeah, not only that, it's brewed with not, not just good. cherries, not just cherry blossoms, but it was brewed with Japanese salted cherry blossoms. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. Right. Yeah. A bracing kiss of Cornish sea salts. I like that. Um, I drank a good slash Wild Woodman beers Cornish sea salt goes the other week. I had the mermaid. Yes, the mermaid's kiss. That's the one. And it was delicious. Can highly recommend that. Oh, she phoned me. Yeah, I was going to say, she phoned me. (laughs) 
I've got it in my a good glass. Oh, well done. I've not got one of those. I thought I'd I'd be on brand today. I think. Yeah, oh, this colour is yeah, gorgeous. The head is it's even like red. a very pale. I think the head yeah. is like this like very pale pink, pink colour. Yeah, she is like she is cherry red. Yeah. With a pink kissed head. Yes. She smells nice. Smells like just, cherry blossom. I do think it's a much more like delicate like aroma to it though. It's not anything like when you go to the man- mango nificent, yeah, that's like, like punch with like fruit. And I love like, it. I'm, I'm smacking you around I am the face with mango. Here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I love it. But this one is definitely a lot more like subdued and gentle, very subtle, yes. but still really gorgeous. Because it's yeah, fruity, it's but it's a delicate type and of And it's fruity. slightly floral. Yeah. Oh, before we learn about goes, I'm gonna have it. Mm. That's really nice as well. It's much because it's like so. This is like it's not so quite smoothie like. Mm. It is. It's light. Um. And I quite like that it's light. It's kind of like a, a rosé wine. I could see that, except I don't know. I think it's almost. I think like with with rosé wine, you tend to get like more booziness to it. Okay. And this doesn't have that like alcohol. Yeah, no, it's very light. This to lovely. it. It's only 4.8%. Yeah, 4.8%. Um, obviously, I really like the artwork. I think that goes without saying. Yes. Uh, I think the whole vibe of it goes without saying. That is very much me. You've only um, just joined us. Tori likes Japanese things. I do. I've got cherry blossoms on my yes. arm. So I love it. Um, yeah, a beautiful and balanced sour to celebrate the arrival of spring, which, yeah, mm. love it. Um, it just... it. The acidity and the tartness are all there for me as well, which I like. Um, I think you can get a bit of saltiness in it, but it's not as pronounced as in the um, Mirakai. But I do think like in the Mirakai, because there's so many bold fruit flavors and it's so thick in comparison, yeah. that salt is really key in helping with that balance of everything. Whereas yeah, it needed um, to be, it needed, there's less going on with it. Yeah, you need a stronger hand on that one because there's so many things going on, and the, mar- the sweetness from the marshmallow and yeah. the raspberries and the vanilla and all of that. You needed a bit more salt just to kind of rein all of that in and balance it out. Whereas this is really delicate, so you just want it's just a kiss, as it says, a kiss of salt it's in there, a kiss of sea salt to go with those sour cherries. Yeah, it just lifts it, and that's kind of the point of a fruited dose is that the sweet that the salt just kind of lifts the fruitiness of it and makes it really lovely it's Um, a lot it's a lot thinner which obviously you can expect but i think that's interesting because um the next two that we do will be interesting to see i've saved some of the miracle because it'll be interesting to see Mm. sort of like how that stacks up because i knew that this was going to be thick based on the last ones that we've had but it's just it's interesting that it's not a smoothie sour like that is a yeah a, a, you know they've described it as just like a fruited goes which technically this is as well so it's just interesting to see that comparison um but i wouldn't call this thin i just think it's no no no, no like it's, it's lighter yeah lighter it's lighter more crisp as well yeah. i think because there's more carbonation in that yeah so the description of a regular goes is um a highly carbonated tart and fruity wheat ale so it's generally made with a lot of wheat um with a restrained coriander and salt character and low bitterness so traditionally it's a beer that is brewed with added coriander and sea salt or salt of whatever kind the brewer would like to use um it's very refreshing with bright flavors and high attenuation so it should be quite dry 
Um, whereas I think some, I, this this one has got quite a bit of sweetness in it. I don't mind it. I ooh, think I see, like it. To be fair, I am getting quite a bit of dryness, but I find that my, the dryness for me comes through quite hand in hand with like the carbonation, like the crispness to it. Yeah. Like to me, it goes hand in hand. So for me, yeah, it's fairly, it is, it's yeah. fairly dry towards the back end, really. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear a bit of history of mm. goes? Yes, I'll pour myself um, some more, hit me with it. So in the Twitter work, because we're going to look at this from a BJCP standpoint here. Um, the Beer Judge Certification Programme guidelines were updated in December 2021. And uh, GOES is now a f- is fully in the list as a sour style. Previously, it was in the historical styles. It got relegated down there. It has been bumped up because so many brewers are now creating the style. That's, that's um, weird. I wouldn't have thought that it would. I would have thought that that would have been like one of like the... Well, bearing in mind that the last time it had they had an update on it was 2015. Fair. The, I don't think there was as many... The style was yeah. not being made as uh, in such a prevalent way as it is now. Yeah, so it was in the fair. historical styles. It is, you know, it's been picked up by craft brewers and they have run with it and created all of these fruited goes beers. So it's been pushed back up into the style guidelines because it is now a style that is being drunk again. It almost died out. Um, so historically, um, people recognise it as being from Leipzig. Um, but it actually originated in the Middle Ages in the town of Goslar near the Goes River. Now, the Goes River is salty. Um, so the beer soil is known to be from Leipzig, and it is said that there were 80 Goes houses in 1900. So that's like, you know, places that sold Goes. Uh, production declined after World War II, and it almost ceased. Oh, no, and it did cease entirely in 1966. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but <laughs> it was revived again in the 1980s by um, craft homebrewers that would wanted to try out all these historical styles. Um, back in 2015, when these guidelines that I'm looking at here were written, the beer it said that the beer is not widely available. Now we know, six years later, seven years later, that the that there are brewers making it all the time and they're making froze and they're making frosé so we have revived <laughs> this delightful beer style well done craft beer well done because i love yeah, you those. can you can pat yourself on the shoulder yeah. um i do as well so that's yeah. it's just yes yeah, very really much interesting it, it's interesting that it yeah. stopped like like full-on stopped well quite a few different beer styles kind of died out around that time wit beer kind of died out in the 1950s that's sad and then was revived in the 60s do you think we're gonna get to a point where it's like um double ipas like died out and then like i don't know 20 years later someone's like what is this I, I've seen ancient memes about the mythical <laughs> double IPA. Ancient like, memes, twenty ancient years, memes. twenty years later. No, 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 yeah, but by the by the time we get to that, right. many years down the line, we're like they start yeah. making dippers because they're like we've just too much, <laughs> too many dippers, <laughs> too many other stuff. It, it's too much. It's too too high ABVs. We've got to can that it's everywhere. Too many hazy boys. 
and then someone's like 20 years later after there's like a ban on it like after they go like full no more and so I was like oh I read these ancient memes about the mythical dippers like I must try to homebrew one myself like, I mean that's, do you that's think whatever gets that that's kind of what happened with Whitbeer though because um one guy that they 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 credit the revival of Whitbeer with one guy Pierre Kellis and he loved the beer style and he was just like well, it's gone I'm gonna I'm gonna brew it again and so he started brewing it again because he loved it and people well, so did really he have enjoyed it, it before it stopped yeah he'd and had then, it so he'd it had it yeah, and then it stopped, and then he was like, "I really miss those bangers." Yeah, of, I'm gonna make it again. And so he started making it, and then because it was popular, brewers were like, "Well, I mean, we've got a recipe I mean, I can for that. It. We've got a recipe for that up in like the attic. I'm gonna go find it." And so they found their old recipes and started brewing them again. Then he sold out to Big Beer. Um, oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert because he started Hogarden, and Hogarden. It got bought. He sold part of it because he was struggling a little bit to maybe in Bev, I think, Interbrew, somebody like that. Um, but they didn't want to produce it the way he wanted, so he got the ump and left. <laughs> oh <laughs> so no! Then, and he was like, he was like, Can you imagine? Had, they wouldn't surprise, 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 surprise Big Beer didn't want to brew it the right way, right? So he was like, "Well, I'm going." He then moved to America, started brewing it in America, sold out, sold the brewery again to Big Beer. <laughs> And again, so we didn't learn the first time. He didn't learn the first time. The first time he was like, maybe that was a mistake. Yeah. Then he they sold, a, he sold it again to Big Beer. And again, they didn't want to do it the way he was like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. And stopped. And then the beer didn't do so well because they wouldn't brew it the way, again, didn't do as well because they wouldn't brew it the way he wanted. Do you ever think that he just stopped um, and was like, I could just brew beer and then <laughs> not sell it to anybody. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, I could um, just, just do it but then, and then just do it. Like an the end recipe, there. <laughs> if I get this right, like you know, because I'm saying this off the top of my head. I didn't think about this before we started talking about it. Um, then the family that I think whoever whoever owned the brewery that it sold, the they closed the brewery, but the rights were still held by the family for that recipe. So they got the recipe for Whit Beer back, um, and him and his daughter started brewing it again so he managed to get it back <laughs> i hope he like learned the third time yeah, like think, fool me once i think he's he's fool me twice now so she's like no more fool me three times and you're <laughs> no you've more. made a fucking mistake like like that is <laughs> you can't you can't get fooled three times like no. that is i bet his daughter was like after the second Mate. time like, why what are you doing yeah why <laughs> i love he's like i'm i'm leaving and She's like, if you want to stop me, and they're like, no, no, like we're just gonna carry on brewing. He's like, I'll just go start another business. And then, <laughs> anyway, and tangent, tangent about historical beer styles. <laughs> That's a fun tangent. I like that. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. But yeah, I think just going back to it, like, I mean, this one is definitely like the saltiness is there, but it's not as like yeah, it's much more present. Subtle. And you can definitely tell the difference between the two of them, like. There is a difference between them, mainly, like, I think um, the froze from Mirakai is it, it is leaning more towards, like, the smoothie with the thickness, but I love it. Like, I love them both in different ways. Yeah. I feel like if I was really full, I don't think I'd be able to have the froze because I'd be like, oh, I'm full yeah, it's already. Like it's like, it is love, but it is lovely. It's like, literally, like, I love it. I feel but like that would be one that we could been on a bit. Yeah, but if you've been in, in on a bit of a sesh... 
Like you'd be yeah. like, oh, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna fill you. And up. if you were mixing that with like impies and stuff, like, you'd oh, be like, oh, don't do that. That sounds <laughs> horrendous. But I do feel like on a nice hot day, you could, oh, if yeah. you're like, oh, I really want like a ice lolly or something like that, or like when we did this, when we did the slushies, where we yeah, like, I feel like that would make, it would just make such a good slushy. Yeah, I'd love it in a slushy machine. I think yeah. I, I know that's sacrilege, and people hate that, and they. They they want to thwart sometimes creativity. You, sometimes you can have a little bit of fun. Did you <laughs> they see don't want fun. Um, this is an anti-fun parade? Did you see that um um Wildcard were doing um Sundays with their beer? In what festival. way? So they so they had a, a stout, a coffee stout. Yeah. They had the coffee stout, they put a scoop of ice cream in it, and then they like put a float. Like, whip. Um no, they weren't doing it like a float. They would like they were putting more ice cream in it so that it was like more like an ice cream with like a sundae with the with the stale in it it was it looked fun oh see i love a good yeah. like when we when we did those floats that time yeah it was less that, of a float because i think it was more i think there's more ice cream in it i feel like when, things on when we did the float those what that was like surprise i was expecting to go into that and being like Ugh, mm. no like didn't work and actually the the two the the ones that i picked together my ice cream and my beer. I don't even remember what was on top of my head now, but I remember it was like a lot of Madagascan vanilla. Yeah. Ooh, it ends up being really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, actually, That's and every now and say. then, every now and then I do think about like, I love ice cream. I love beer. Sometimes I want ice cream, but I'm like, eh, my calories are going to the beer tonight, not the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And then I kind of think like, but what if I just combine them? And then it's kind of like one like synergy, one <laughs> lot of calories. And then I was like, I could do that actually. Um, I never do it in the end. I, I, yeah. I never do it in the end because I always feel like, oh, then I've got to, like, it's a mission. I've got to pick out the right stuff together. But I have, it has crossed my mind like numerous times to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a super fun episode. Um, if you have not listened to our beer slushies episode, I'll link it in the show notes. Go and check it out because it was fun. <laughs> It was fun. It was, it was like fun. discover all the ways that we can yeah. create mess cold around. drinks. <laughs> you know what? I I like getting creative with it because, like, at the yeah. end of the day, I know people um people do get up and up because they they don't like to see it messed around about in that way and it's they don't enjoy fun. that. But I think it is fun because it's like my thought process is like, what's the worst that happens? <laughs> it doesn't work, and I don't like it. And right. then I go, oh, oh, like well. the, the ones that we beer slushied. It was ones that I could get again. It was yeah. like you know the wild weather, damn dead, whichever ones. And I was like, I can get more of those. Like, like I don't know. At least all the time. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't think I'd slushy a mild, but yeah. maybe a maple mild. I might. A maple yeah. mild, a maple mild with like pecan ice cream in it. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you wouldn't slushy hey. that, but you could yeah. if it was the right flavor. If it was like fallen acorns, mm-hmm. oof, like you could do that maybe with a cheeky scoop of ice cream in it. Right. We're not saying everything has to be slushied, no. but I feel like you can do like creative yeah. things, like make a beer float with it, or make yeah. a slushy, or do something like that. And yeah, sometimes it's really good. And if it's not good, like. Oh, well. it happens you just get eh, it didn't work yeah, i mean i'm not it. saying i'm not like, saying like dig into your comments right here's right. the nicest stout like, i have right. like it don't do it with a beer that you, bottle. don't do it with a beer that you want to sit and properly try and appreciate do it with something you've got a couple of unless you've got a sharing bottle and it's oh, like yeah. a really yeah, big bottle and you're like yeah let's do a bit of it yeah. like no harm done there but, you know but... some brewer gives you a liter bottle of their stout <laughs> and you got some extra Name me no names, Mirakai. If you're me, you'd literally drink it all. <laughs> so. 
I drank it all to myself. So mm-hmm. no regrets. No regrets. No I judgment. liked it. No judgment. <laughs> so yeah, so um before we move on to the next bit, I thought it would just be interesting to sort of highlight one or two beers that you can actually get that kind of fits the criteria of what we just spoken about. So I know that one beer that you can order now that does use a kettle sour base is called Millions of Peaches and it's from Hackney Brewery. And this sounds amazing. Like I really, I shouldn't put in another order because I'm about to go on holiday. So I'm like, I really shouldn't, but it sounds Mate, I, I genuinely did amazing. I a little inventory of the beer stash and I was like, oh no. Oh, I, yeah, I oh, have no. that. And yeah, it's not, not, <laughs> not particularly pleasant. Um, but i read you this because it sounds good. It's a 4% mm-hmm. peach and basil sour. I'll Ooh, say basil. basil. I'll say basil for Not the British. basil. Basil. I would normally say basil, but I'm saying it for you. <laughs> so 4%. Um, love the name Millions of Peaches. It's great. Uh, as you asked for it, so we made it an extended annual release of our annual favourite, Millions of Peaches infused with basil and a heavy load of sweet peaches accentuated with a sharp kettle sour base. Get it while you can. That sounds like the the peaches the sweet peaches with like basil infused in it that sounds so interesting in a sour i was like that sounds incredibly interesting to me Uh, (laughs) when i was looking for it that came up and then i started (laughs) singing it to myself and i was like great um we're not going to sing it because we don't want to get copyright strikes uh but yeah that sounds really good so that's like an example of if you wanted to sort of try a kettle sour or kettle base sour um so there's that and then for a fruited goes triple fruited goes would be probably the best with us so literally north regularly have they're, triple like, fruited goes out i feel like if they're not known for their triple fruited goes now like what are they i was they gonna say for? they always have one out and i think one. i can't remember I got one right over here actually speaking of i was gonna say do you i do have one right here um, this one is raspberry stig- damson and lingonberry. I don't know how to say it. The stig, yeah, that one. Stig baguettes, stig baguettes. I bet that's not how you say it. Literally, that is the one that I had pulled up as an example yeah. because I know that you can physically get that right now. I bought that at my local bottle <laughs> shop a couple of weeks ago. Support your local bottle shops, everybody. It is. It's, it's their collab with a, a Swedish brewery, and that's why I was like, I know that what I'm saying is not the right name, so I just don't. I'm not going to draw it out any harsher than i have to and basically northern north and basically north brewing co's triple fruited goses are just uh yes <laughs> they are chef's kiss i think the one i had at i think it was um bristol craft beer festival last year mm. that i got <laughs> i don't know if i got it there or if i got it yeah i think i had it at bristol but they were serving it i also think at bigfoot and um Alex from Full Circle was like, you need to try this. And I think it was their triple free to go. It was one of the triple free to goes and it had yeah. cinnamon in it. And it, he was oh. like, you need to go yeah. and have it. It's amazing. And when I, I went the to go, when I went to go find it, they were, they were sold out. Oh no. But I had it at another, they had it on like at another oh, festival. Gosh, and I was yeah. like, I finally yeah. have it. And it was so, so good. But then as I was looking for ones, this one's sold out. So I'm really sad. But okay. they did a collab with Gypsy Hill, which is a triple fruit of goes white peach and jasmine. Mm, nice. And yeah. I was like, I they love use, white they peach. They use white peach every now and then, actually. So keep your eyes on them because they use them every now and then. White peach, absolutely love it. So that's. Also, can that is we worth- just address? 
how you have everybody that knows you trained, but if they see a beer with cinnamon in it, yeah, quite we literally, have to buy it <laughs> or we have to tell you about it. Like literally, I was sat talking to someone at the weekend when I was at a tap room, and I was like, "I need to go buy that beer for my friend because it's got cinnamon in it." And he was like, "Really? I feel like there aren't that many beers with cinnamon in." And I was like, "No, but whenever I find barely... one." I have to buy it for her. I have to tell her about it because you say every that it's, beer with it is not. It. This is not a joke. It's not a it's drill. Not a and joke. It's not a joke. This is the real deal. At Arendelle, I'm fairly Subtly certain trained. as well. I'm fairly certain as well um, <laughs> that Ollie from Mirica. Yeah, had, he was um, like, "Hey, there's this beer and it's got cinnamon in it." Tori, you want to try it? All of us. It was like everyone. That's it. it. Was like podcast it. listeners. That's it. You're now indoctrinated into the cinnamon cult. If you see. A beer with We're cinnamon going to reclaim in it. the cinnamon challenge. This is the new, new cinnamon challenge. This is going to be the short. <laughs> We're going to indoctrinate everyone oh. to send your cinnamon beer reviews to Tori Pell. I so don't think I buy all the cinnamon. <laughs> I don't think I ever processed that before. Literally everyone. Everyone yeah. tells you People about beers do with cinnamon. They're in. like, oh my god, this one's got cinnamon in it. Right. I'm fairly Tori? certain. Like, Tori, where's Tori? <laughs> I've got a beer with cinnamon in it. I love that because like I said, I'm fairly certain like Ollie came back and he was like, I had this apple pie. It was an apple pie sour, and he was yeah. like, the cinnamon's like there's a lot of cinnamon in it. You're like, you're gonna like you'll this. like it. Yeah. And then they took it I off. Did. And they took and it I off. Did. I and then someone I, who was it? Someone walked past and was like, It's back on, by the way, if you haven't had it, and literally beeline for it. Who was I had it? it? Was it I had it when you it was first on. Oh, and you then... won it first on. So I missed yeah, it. Yeah, you, I think you missed it. Rouge didn't get me one. And, and uh, who came past? Somebody came past and said that it was back on. Was it Martin? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody remember. came back past and went, that apple cinnamon one's on. And I went and got it. Because, <laughs> you know, she again. didn't make sure that I got one. I did. I... I think I got to get. To be fair, I think I sent. I think I sent Rick to go get it for me. I was yeah, like, I think you get this, yeah. and you were like, "Yeah, it's fine." I think you still had a drink. And I think like, yeah, I'll get it later. Like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I'll get it later, and then it was gone. But I had it the next day, so it was okay. You were it amazing. I also had it again the next day. I <laughs> think anyway, I cinnamon. finished on that. It was great. Yeah, that is that is hilarious. Um, um, but yeah, white peach as well. So if you want to let me know anytime, there's white okay. peach or white grape. Oh, I really like that list. So. Beers I have to find for Tori if I see them. White peach, white grape, cinnamon. Not all together. <laughs> Not all together. Unless it's interesting. <laughs> right, breweries, it. please brew a white grape, white cinnamon, uh, white grape, <sighs> white peach, cinnamon beer. You know, what, that's our Luke, next collab. Who wants to make that? that with us? I actually feel like white peach and cinnamon could mm. could work. Like a peach, like a pear, like or like a pear, a white peach, and a cinnamon could be good do you want to screw that with us email <laughs> us at women's brew podcast at gmail.com there's such a niche audience <laughs> they're like yes you can brew it if you buy all of it because <laughs> who's gonna buy that except you i mean all the people that bought the apple cinnamon one at arundel that's who yeah white peach and cinnamon definitely the same <laughs> i'm into it i'm for it i'll double down Right, anyway, should we go on to this next one? Hmm. Um, I didn't have the first one of these. We are now on to I our did. Fallen Acorn Frosé. So it's the, we'll pay you an exposure. 7% <laughs> Frosé. And this one is pronounced, for, for all I can tell, Frosé. And we did yeah. speak to Tim from Fallen Acorn when the we first did. one was coming out. 
um and he i'm fairly certain he's also rose which is because i i think for a while i was calling the miracle one rose i was as well because of that conversation conversation. yeah we'll link we'll link it in there we'll link it you You can listen to that one too because we don't talk about it plugging our own things. you can just binge our content on this one so you can listen to this one and then you can listen to the slushy episode and then you can listen to our interview with tim from fallen acorn to be fair you might want to start with that one because that will give you a better idea of what this episode's all about because this is actually where the origin of all of this came yeah. from was i just thought it'd be I like it. the <laughs> the more i'll pour mine up the more we kind of started to see ones that we thought were called frosé coming out the more we were like yes we need to get on board with that. So the so first this is... one, this one looks a lot thinner. The, yeah, the first one was thinner. quite thick. So I wonder if this one, this one does still have the accent over it to where I'd call it yeah. rosé, but it doesn't look as thick oh. as the first one. So the first one, for anyone that's not had it, is confused what I'm talking about. The first one was called Have You Got Any Samples? And it was a blackberry, raspberry, passion fruit and vegan marshmallow rosé. Uh, that's what we talked about in the episode, the, the previous episode. Uh, I love the names of them because yeah. they're named after the type of stuff that <laughs> Instagrammers were like, send. I am not one of those people, like, uh, literally Me mortified, either. like, mortified about that. Oh, but God. I think the names are so clever. It was the, have you got any samples for people right. asking, like, have you got any samples? Right. Um, and Send then samples. <laughs> and then we'll pay you an exposure is usually the response to people of mm. like, oh yes, we'll hire you. We'll pay you an exposure versus money. So really love the clever names on that. But have you had a sip of it? Mate. It smells so like <sighs> interesting, actually. Mate, so definitely what- pineapple and peach there. Yeah. Peach, yeah. Passion fruit. There's cinnamon in it. There's cinnamon in it. There's Barty rum soaked raisins. Ooh. Cinnamon and vanilla. Mate, it tastes like a cocktail. Ooh. It smells like a cocktail. Mm. It doesn't smell like a it doesn't smell like a beer, quote unquote. No. no. Oh, it's thicker than it looks. Not as thick as the it's um, not as thick as the as the miracle. Rose. Oh, yes. it's quite boozy as well. Yes, but like that. it's I I was looking at the can, it's only seven percent. Only. <laughs> But it tastes like it tastes like a cocktail. Like it does. I want a little umbrella in it. I need some sunglasses yeah. and some sand, please. This one. Would it slushy? Yes. Yes, it, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. I feel like that is a proper slushy one as well. And the first one was too. So how do I know that it's called a frosé? So when you actually look, there's a blog post that we can link to. Um, so like pulling the information out of the blog post from when the first one was released. It was um they basically described it as loosely based on a blended fruit frozen rosé cocktail. And then it says, in beer terms, it's just the name for a big bodied uh, fruity smoothie style sour, which is sort of what got us onto the conversation about what is a smoothie sour and smoothie sours in general, full stop. Uh, And then, yeah, I mean, they reference styles like the US ones, like the Vale, Mortalis, Kings, 450 North. I think 450 North is probably one of the the more iconic ones. The the Vale, yes. Slushy um, sours, yeah. I Wiley think Roots the as well. 450 North tend to be the ones that are like the ones that are imported like, for their smoothiness. Yeah. Yes, they're thick with seven seas. But also fair dues. Obviously, they they call out Stagger and the Good doing the same thing and not letting Stagger and the Good have all the fun. I mean, that's effectively their record series, isn't it? Yep. Um, I had one of the, I had good. Go one of those the other day. It was really really good. Yeah, I mean they are 
they are thick boys yeah i had to clean it like it so we're gonna date it this was when we were at arundel okay um several people came over for a beer and i was like you want me to clean that glass out you just had the glass wrecker haven't you yeah <laughs> it was clear yeah i mean yeah it, there was no there was no there's no getting away guessing what... that beer. <laughs> pretty much like, i'm gonna clean your glass out before you have this stout mm. ipa black ipa white stout just like i almost get a bit of this sounds really weird but i almost get a bit of like banana in it mm. but there's no banana in it so i don't know if it's just the way the fruit it might be mixing. the combination because this pineapple yeah. is like pineapple because i was gonna say it's definitely i like i definitely get pineapple i wonder if it's the rum and i definitely get the peach well. and i was gonna say i wonder if it's um the way the passion fruit is mixing with it as well as like the yeah. rum and the booziness that is kind yeah. of bringing out more of like a banana taste i yeah. really like it yeah um, i mean obviously i think it could use more cinnamon because yeah. it says cinnamon on the can and i just think there should be more of it but i didn't even know she didn't even know that i did it i did it until i read cinnamon and right. that's the point is now that it says cinnamon i'm like give me cinnamon but i know that that not everyone wants that and to be fair with the flavors i don't think the cinnamon no this is the one time that i'll say is i don't think when you think you've had enough cinnamon go more it's gonna that, work because yeah, i think, I think it's too cinnamon. the tropicalness just wouldn't yeah. work with the cinnamon if it was too like much. cautionary tale this is very sweet i like it i like some i like sweet things that are sweet but if you're not into like very sweet things you really get the dried fruit from the raisins i yeah. think and that's yeah. like amping up that level of sweetness yeah. although saying that like it's not it's not like syrupy sweet where you're like oh it's like like rich like yeah that level of sweet it's just a dried fruit sweetness to me quite a high level of dried fruit sweetness so basically just pouring a bit more of it i kind of take back what i said about it not being as thick as oh the yeah one. now the, now the bottom's already- yeah i think it's oh. that thing of like it does say on the can roll can before drinking <laughs> we missed fair, that bit to be fair though i think i just had it pro like it didn't when I was pouring it. When mm. I made the comment about oh, it doesn't look that thick, and I was pouring it, it it hadn't all actually sat in there. And then I sort yeah. of was like, yeah, okay, maybe it's not. And then when I just kind of went, hang on, let me just check for reference. Yeah, it is properly the same. If you're watching the video, you can see yeah. it is the same. I take it back. Everything else, though, I stick by yeah. everything else. I've same, said, same. To be fair. <laughs> so I think, like comparatively, like if we're talking about sort of everything we've had before, I would say it's sweet, but I would kind of say it's more dried fruit sweet yeah. and, and boozy. Like there's yeah, a lot more booziness to this. I think the rum. Like this, like, yeah. it tastes like a Mai Tai and I should be like sat on a beach somewhere. It does feel more like proper cocktail, which is yeah. like not a bad thing at all. No. Um, but I think like the Mirakai one, for example, like they're both like bold fruit flavors. I think the Mirakai one is sweeter in like a marshmallow and fruity sweet, like normal fruity sweetness. This one's sweeter in a dried fruity sweetness. This is a sneaky gateway beer. Mm. Like, this is one of those ones that you're like, oh, hello, friend. <laughs> oh, you, like, you, a, like... you like a Maita. You like a fruity cocktail. Why don't you try this? Oh, you like that. Haha, that's a beer. I've got you now. You like craft beer. Let's go. <laughs> I like that. I like your approach. I'm like, let me just make you a cocktail. 
that's it we're beer yeah. friends now i've made a cocktail for you <laughs> and then it, it could be like you know I feel like I wish I had more dramatic lighting, and I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and then it's like, try this. I've I've made you a cocktail with my own hands, and then they're like, this is really nice, and you're like, it's a beer in your face. <laughs> it's a beer. You're, you're my beer friend now. now. <laughs> you're my beer friend now, and you have to come with me to all the all the breweries, even the ones that don't make stuff like this. You're coming. <laughs> You'll like it. I'll find you things that you like. Don't you worry. No, this is definitely one for our <laughs> list of like. If you have friends that like, yeah. I mean, obviously we've done other series, which may or may not be out at this point, who knows, uh, to date it. I don't care. Um, this is definitely one for like a list of if you have a friend that likes fruity cocktails, but like really boozy ones, like ones where they don't actually skimp on yeah. the on the alcohol. Like uh, the ones they make, this would be they the make one. when you're like out in foreign countries. <laughs> Yeah, or like if they you go measuring, to, they're just tipping that stuff upside down like into your glass. When you, you go much. to Chinese restaurants in the US <laughs> and they like, they're just like, yep, cool. They <laughs> go, here's a zombie. And you're like, oh, okay. And they don't use like actual measures. measures. Just, I mean, they do, but you know, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. just like, boom, alcohol. And you're like, okay. Uh, one cup that's like this massive <laughs> thing with like a, a fruity umbrella in it and a fun straw and you're like this is all for me okay that's what this tastes like and that would be what the appeal is I think for people that like that yeah. they definitely like this even if I they think, don't like beer I think the cherry blossom goes could be a bit of a gateway beer too like if you've got rosé fans I reckon you could mm. be like this is you know has a similar sort of pro- delicate profile to a rosé give this a go I think you could. I think it would just be a potentially harder sell. Oh yeah, than, than this, this one. Like, this like I feel like this one. This is, is secret cocktail. Spot on cocktail, fun cocktail. Mm. People that love pineapple juice and everything else, like that is, and they love the booziness, like that yeah. for them. The the good one. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it like that. The good one. The the, uh, the cherry blossom one. That were, I mean, it was good as well, it but well. it quite literally it's also good. <laughs> the cherry blossom one, I feel like you might have some people, like it's not as on the nose yeah, as yeah. this one is, but yeah. this one would definitely be like, if someone's like, no, I don't, I'd like wine, but I don't have any wine. I don't have any rosé. Try this. 50-50 at least that they would like it, I think, for sure. Yeah. Um, When it comes to who's making the smoothie, the smoothie sours in this country Fort city do them quite a lot they do the marshmallow smoothie sours uh, i think i've got some of my cupboard in the other room that i've been that i've got and i keep dream cake series is a yeah. bit of all right yeah <laughs> it is it is uh for sure it is are we That's do we fair. have that on t- i think we had that on tap like last year we had one of the we dream cakes it, we had it yeah we had it at the christmas uh, market craft beer christmas, christmas market, market. Yeah. yeah it was good it was lovely it was i mean and they're not all like not everything they do is super thick no. not everything they do is smoothie that one was, when they that do one was a smoothie like three C's. when they do a smoothie it is good yeah. i really yeah. like uh but then also going back to the whole arendelle festival to date us again the Unbarred and Arendelle collab, that was a, a smoothie sour. So they did the What If I'm Not Like the Others, which was that a triple was so berry good. fruit uh, smoothie sour. I loved it. It was so I good. had it and I was yeah. just like, this is amazing. The fruits were so prevalent and it had like the best amount of thickness in the world. Like yeah. it wasn't 
so thick that you were like, I'm full. But it was, it was thick enough that there was like full on like mouthfeel, just like just lovely body to it. But thin enough that I feel like you could have multiple glasses of it and not be like, oh, I'm super full. Yeah. Which is great for the sun because if it's like yeah. sunny out and you want to be like that. Oh, and I feel like it would also make a really good, really good uh, slushy. Like, would it slushy? We need to do a test of like, will it slushy? <laughs> and then that can be <laughs> a test that we do with sours. Like, will yeah. it slushy? Yes or no? And I feel like that one would be a yes for sure. Yeah, I had a fruited sour from Flock the other week at their tap room. That was basically mango juice. However, it was 8%. Yeah. It didn't taste like eight percent. It did not. T- it was proper danger zone. If I wasn't like, the driver in that situation, mm. I literally would have good. been able. I would have had it a whole so pint good. of that if I wasn't the driver. Um, unfortunately, it is currently only available in their tap room. They haven't done it yet. I tried. I tried yeah. everything I could. I tried to be like, "Do you take growlers?" I mean, I wrote all about it. It is in a blog post, which you can get on my Instagram via a link. And I did write about the flock tap room in particular, and. Yeah. It was great and you should check that out, but yeah. not to shamelessly plug before the end of the episode. But literally that smoothie sour was, yeah, was um not smoothie, the fruit sour. Fruit so, so good. So good. Um yeah. So <laughs> I, there's nothing else I can yeah. say. It was so easy drinking. Check out and... your favorite craft brewery, see if they're doing some exciting stuff because quite a few breweries are. Right. So <laughs> the final one that we're going to have which is i guess if you want to call it our control for lack of a better I guess so. sort of way uh, this is an actual u.s smoothie sour uh it's dream school pop which is the fuck cancer collaboration with the broom project in the u.s it's um, for a good cause yes i've got my other yes, three got your ones there. i've no, only got one of mine left it. after this one it was a four pack it was and i've got this totally bitching Brewing project glass that came with it as well I and yes a charity bit so i can't I'm, really complain i'm a burly oak fan girl so i just really liked the brewing project's logo and i've mm. liked all the brewing project stuff i've had before so i don't have them before this is my first I one i leaned into it and i think so dreamsicle are we going off of like creamsicle I'm which is guess like so. a, that's like an orange yes well well done do you guys get cream schools over here because it is like it's like orange but there's also like cream so it's like orange on the outside and more like vanilla cream in the middle it's like a salero kind of yeah i guess that's what a salero is uh so loaded with oranges tangerines marshmallows yeah so i think that's the it's not yeah i guess the middle is like a marshmallowy vanilla is it yeah yeah it's not i mean it's ice cream but it's all ice cream Yeah, yeah Oh, it smells oh. nice. Does it smell <laughs> like so a creamsicle? I would say it's not far off. Okay. From what I remember, I haven't had a creamsicle in however I was many years. Slightly concerned that it was going to taste like halib orange vitamins, but it doesn't. It does have, it I think lovely. it is, it's the orange. I think it's because it's like orange and tangerine yeah. together. And I can smell the sweet marshmallow. Marshmallow. Right I think it's that combination that gives it the creamsicle i'm going in that's nice that's six percent that's six percent to be fair that does taste yeah it tastes right right about about. right i think for six percent it's lovely though that i really like that the marshmallow just kind of lifts the orange and tangerine Mm. i really get like a lot of the orange zest Mm. to it i feel like that comes through it's 
if yeah, I'm gonna like liken it to if I can like give you a visual of what I get when I taste this yeah it's like when you have a clementine or something and you're like peeling it apart the easy peelers for for people yeah. in this country um and you peel it apart and it's like as you're breaking it in half and then yeah, like you, you get, get like a bit of like the pop yeah. of like the the juices kind of spraying yeah. out from that like that is what this taste makes me think of does yeah. that feel accurate to the yeah taste? I would say so yeah it's very zesty with a couple of zeds I feel like comparing the two it actually doesn't taste as thick yeah I feel I mean it's still like quite full yeah, yeah. quite full-bodied yeah it's um, not a thin beer by any it's means. not thin but I feel like this would be like two c's well this would maybe be like one c well fallen acorn is about two and a half c's and mirakai's the full three c's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so Ooh, i had to look up orangey. about smoothie sours smoothie style sours for america um i found an article in craftbeer.com um from january 2020 um for about wiley roots because uh, they seem to be attributing this style to Wiley Roots. I don't know how accurate that is. Let us know if you know any different <laughs> listeners. We'd love to know. Um, but they had found that they were doing like fruited kettle sours. And that for ye- like for quite some time, since 2015, they were saying, their customers were saying that they wanted more fruit in the beers. Um, and they put some beers through a slushy machine um, and found that people absolutely loved it. So they I then, agree this would be good in a slushy machine. It would be good in a slushy machine. So, people, so then they started kind of developing beers to go through the slushy machine because people really liked it. And then they kind of combined the people wanted lots of fruit. So you're going to get a thick, fruity, smoothie type beer. And then being able to put it through a uh, slushy machine. Um, and so they created these fruit smoothie sour beers. Now, pretty much like we were talking about with our frosés and our fruited goes, it's just a kettle sour beer that they've chucked a lot of fruit in. Um, so they're all pretty much similar of how they're made and what their makeup is. Um, however, one thing that we will note with a lot of these American ones is they have a lot of unfermented fruit in them when they can them. So they are telling people that you've got to put them in the fridge right away because they might explode and then you can end up with beer everywhere. You might want to get them in the fridge, girl. (laughs) They've been sat out there for Um, quite... They've been sat out here. Yeah. Um, So this is is a slight problem because obviously with fruit comes sugar. If it's not fully fermented out, your beer may not be shelf-stable. And then you get exploding cans. So do be aware of that if you buy some of these beers. However, they're pretty delicious. Talking about the whole like uh, exploding can situation. Mm. So like, I think a lot of people say, oh, it's irresponsible to produce beer that, you know, is exploding and you should know better. If you're a professional, you should know better. There's a lot of criticism that comes when you have a beer that is because, I mean, not to minimize like, yeah, someone could, properly get oh, hurt by it yeah because some course. of them properly like explode 
but I have seen people um, have quite a harsh stance on, you know, where they sit on that side of the fence. Of like, is it acceptable? Yeah. Is it not? And it's like, because there you are should write things... off a brewery that that does yeah. that. How do you feel about that? Is it, well, there are there are means that breweries can go through to make sure that their beers are shelf stable. If you're going to be like, I don't know whether it's fair to put that onus on the person that's taking the beer home be like you've got to make sure this is cold all the time mm. like you should be giving out a product that is shelf stable also it's, is, it's out of their control in a way as well because it's like yeah. you don't know if you're buying it from someplace that doesn't cold store maybe mm-hmm. you don't even know that because if you're buying it from an online shop and you may not even right. know they don't cold store and that's already i mean i've got a box of beers coming from that are going to be american beers and the first thing that people said was like if you're going to buy these they need to go in the fridge as soon as they get to your house so it's kind of like you're like, oh, okay. Like there needs to be some sort of control on that, surely. Yeah, I think, but at the same time, like I'm I very firmly feel uh like I would like I said, putting this out there because I would definitely say, and I've said it in groups stuff. So I think if it's something that's a one-off and it happens once, yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe you've never had this issue before or this one slipped through somehow, like yeah. whatever. If you're, I think I'm more forgiving if you have one, one do in every, blo- and in like, every blue moon. Yeah, like oops. maybe you had one one year and then like but if another your stance year. Is, and I think this is the thing with some of the American breweries. Their stance is, mate, this could explode. So you better get that in your fridge straight away. Yeah, like that's a different like, that's story. That's different because that means that you're not creating beers that are shelf stable. Yeah, that's a different story. So what I'm more thinking of is yeah. like the ones over here, like you had Staggeringly Good, like yeah. I can say like it. It's not slander. Ones, like yeah, their no, first one that, that they did, happened, yeah. that rec- the first wrecker, yeah. that explosion. And then people were like really cautious of the other wreckers, yeah. and I don't think anything happened with the other wreckers. I think it was literally just like yeah, one I think wrecker. they and I think they worked it out. They worked out what they needed to do, to and they were like, oh shit, today. yeah, that was our bad sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, it 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 happens. Um, and I think my stat, and but I saw people react quite harshly to that of like, well, they should know better and all this, and I won't buy from them because I don't, you know. I saw comments like that, and I was kind of thinking, like, oh, for me, if it's one that's that's yeah. gone off, I like, okay, I'll, you know, that's and they recalled it mistake. and they put the information out there and they got people to bring them, like, send them back and be careful. I feel like they did the right. Like I feel like they yeah, did yeah, the I right thing. Through. But if it's, you are, it's a lot different the, if you're doing yeah, it. If you're straight all off the, the bat going. This is now your responsibility to make sure you yeah. get this cold because otherwise it's going to explode. Like that's not on. It's it's a weird thing, isn't it? It's because there's like sort of two sides to that coin where because then you're going to yes, get people you to go. Should oh, well, always you know. keep it cold. You should right. always keep it yeah. cold for sure. And then you're going to get the people who are like, yeah, but you know, you buy raw meat and you know to put that in the fridge. Like you don't need to be told like, oh, you need to make sure you keep this in the fridge, keep it fresh. But that's not going to explode on you and kill you. <laughs> Like or harm you. I mean, if you eat it after it's been out, it could harm you. It's, it's that it's that weird it's that weird situation, yeah. isn't it? It's like there's sort of two. I can see both the arguments. That is like on also, one hand, you'd be like, well, everyone meat, should have it in the fridge. If you've but also left, left meat out or something, it's going to smell funny when you go to do it. When, yeah. when you go to do it, a beer, you won't. It's know. just going to sit there and could explode. It's a ticking time bomb, isn't it? Right, you're not going to know that that something could happen to that. So. Yeah, I just, I just thought that was quite. I just thought it was just interesting while we were yeah. talking about that to sort of ask, ask how you felt about that because, yeah, I mean, it's quite controversial. I think for me, like I said, I'm. But if it's I'm one off, same... fine. If it's an all the time, like literally, yeah, no, I don't think that every happens. release the you same, have of that I style and you have it way, though. I think if someone, if you are buying beer, it should be safe. It should be ready to drink. 
Like you might buy extra things because you want to age them. Yeah. But when you when a beer is put out, it should be ready to drink. It's just, I feel the same way about, you know, when they're like, like when it's green it, and it's, it's like green or leave, oh, I'll leave it like you shouldn't should have released it. But then they shouldn't release it then. Yeah. If your beer isn't ready to drink and it's not safe for for somebody to take home without it exploding all over their kitchen, you shouldn't be releasing it. No, I would agree. I mean, I, I think if you have one, I guess that you haven't been storing properly and we're talking about it's crossed past the BBE and everything Stick in the else fridge. And, mm, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but, well, I mean, it's like, yeah, okay. That, that, kind of, that kind of argument, you're kind of like, well, you've had it for six months, a yeah. year, however long, yeah. and it's been fine. And then maybe the temperature, you've kept it in your kitchen and the temperature is quite hot in there. Or yeah, it's starting the, to get like, warm yeah. out there, people. <laughs> yes. Be careful. It is indeed. Unless but, yeah. you are looking to redecorate your kitchen. Oh God, I have had beers explode and like, I will tell you. I had one in a cupboard. Oh, it's not but, fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> you hear something a... that's like, like, <laughs> and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, like, yeah. is that a shotgun? Sorry to everyone's ears. I just broke, but it's like, literally, <laughs> Joe, if you can lower that, please do. Yeah. But it's like, you're like, oh my God, has someone got shot? <laughs> like, no, I live in the UK. And it's like, okay, what's happening? Mine was like, so, oh. <laughs> you should, where possible, you should always try and keep your beers in a fridge so they are cool or they should be in like a cooler place i happen to put one in a cupboard <laughs> out of the way more for me and um came in, walked into the living room was like why does this living room why, like why does it smell like stout <laughs> oh did you not even hear it no it happened oh, while we were out oh, and i came home and i was like why does it smell like stout in here and then suddenly there's like a brown line <laughs> at the bottom of the cupboard and i was like oh no and I opened it up and it was on carpeted floor. Oh no! There's yeah. nothing worse than that, it's though. Fine. And you, and it's then you fine. go through to be like, yeah, where was that noise? Yeah. Like, did something fall over? I've had over? a second one. I've had <laughs> and a then, second one. Then you but just then... have to listen. The top tip is to just listen to the sound of it yeah. being like, tss. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, there's air coming out somewhere, mother of God. And then you're like, um, oh, there's liquid. <laughs> so, my top tip now: if you cannot fit them in the fridge and you've got beers on overflow, like maybe I have um i keep them in plastic boxes with clippy lids because then it's contained <laughs> in the plastic box and you can just rinse it out we're not condoning not keeping them in the fridge no anyway. no, no one's going fridge. don't keep them in the fridge no keep them but... in the fridge i unfortunately have too many beers and they don't fit in the fridge so some of them have gone in plastic boxes put I them think, in plastic boxes I it's i think part of going back to that argument as well is like i understand the logic of like you 100 percent should keep things in the fridge so if you're not keeping it in the fridge i understand yeah. that there's the argument to be made if you've not kept it in the fridge you know yeah. so on so forth i totally get that but i think the reality is is not everybody can afford as much fridge space yeah. um I, I think i'm very lucky like i moved into this house and i was i moved into the house that uh, the couple was moving into a retirement home, a fully furnished retirement home so they left a whole fridge but we like our fridge better so i ended up inheriting sort of a full size yeah. fridge freezer but I also had a um wine chiller that I kept for drinks as well so literally I had sort of I went from having like one beer fridge to then I took a shelf over in my normal <laughs> fridge the whole outside fridge and then another one but I think not everyone has that luxury mm. like it is expensive yes it's an expensive hobby and by no means am I suggesting that it 
should be lowered so that it's fair for everyone and accessible to everybody. But the reality is like some people might not be able to just afford or have the space to just be able to get another fridge and they want to enjoy things that are limited release. So whether or not we agree with it, we think it's the right approach. Yeah, the top people tips are gonna are, buy it. The top tips are keep it, keep yeah, keep it in the fridge and drink it fresh. However, that's not always how it works out. So let's yeah. let's do let's be real. That's what I'm saying. Like, the disclaimer keep, is sometimes none of us are saying some, this yeah. is the sometimes you've got to put them in a cupboard. And if you're gonna do that, put them in, in a plastic box. box. <laughs> put it in a plastic box with the clicky lids, and then if it explodes. You're all right because you just got to clean out the box and wipe down the other cats. Yeah, I mean, at the <laughs> end of the day, like if you're you're doing it at your own yeah. risk, like you're doing it at right. your own risk. If you're and willing I, to take I wasn't that risk, like, it explodes, oh my god, fine. I'm gonna get hold of these breweries. No, that's my daft fault. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cup, but I was like, oh, I should have drank it. <laughs> should have drank it. But it was fine. that is, yeah, I was gonna say that. But... <laughs> Luckily, they were both doubles, so I didn't lose any as well. Or have you ever had that situation explodes and it could be like middle of the day? Like I've had it where it's like middle of the day, I'm like working, all of a sudden like bang, 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 and they're like, what is happening? It's gone off. And then you're like, oh, I really wanted to drink this one. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm having guess like, I'm drinking it now. Lunch. Like, I guess this is and it and it's like it's been like an impy, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, this is gonna make for an interesting afternoon. Like because you know, you know <laughs> like, I'm not willing to let it go. So I guess. I'm just gonna drink it, gonna and then I'm like it. trying to like farm it off on Rick. Where I'm like, you, you have somebody who's just like, it's no. one, like no. And I was like, no, but so you gotta tell him this. You can't somebody, lose it. This is what someone told me the other day. So you know, no you man see that left behind. You know, you see that sign that's always like, beer is made from hops. Hops are plants, therefore beer is salad. Seen that one? No, I thought you were gonna say it's five o'clock somewhere. No, no, no. So you not, you not. So there's a meme that's like. Beer is made with beer is made from hops. Hops are plants. Equal, beer equals salad. Okay, right. Someone said to me the other day, "No, I don't like that one because beer isn't made from hops. It's made with hops. Beer is made from malt, so beer is basically bread yeah. with hop with hops in it. Therefore, it's a sandwich, and it's as therefore beer is like. <laughs> I like that. No, I tend to and go I with like, like, I is, like it, that one is it a breakfast out? Is there coffee in it? Is there maple in it? Then I guess it's breakfast. Yes, it's breakfast is it smoked? Then. It's basically bacon. Yeah. Like, let's have it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just thought, uh, while we were talking about exploding, I thought oh, that was an interesting uh, <laughs> yeah. tangent we could take there. We, we've been like super controversial. <laughs> we have. We've gone all We've gone all over the map I'm, today. You know what? I'm not afraid of the controversy. I lean no. into controversy. It's interesting good. conversations. I'm promoting the yeah. awkward conversations. Yeah. We're having it. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it. Right, so that's our four beers tonight. Um, yeah, if we're going to wrap it up, like yeah. we're going to put a nice like bow around it. I mean, yeah. I genuinely think that the smoothie sour, the fallen acorn frosé, and the mirakai fruity bows are all in a similar vein. I think that's to do yeah. with like how thick they are and how yeah. like like boldly fruity yeah. there are but i think yeah, the they've difference just, they've is they've got a ton of fruit in them they got a ton but i think of the fruit difference is, is like the mirakai stands apart from the others because it is it does have more of like the saltiness of that goes yeah. element yeah so that's, the, that's so, my take on it yeah so the smoothie sour that we have from the brewing project 
that's not a goes it's just a, a, it's a fruit sour, sour. Yeah, yeah so that hasn't got that saltiness sour. but i really like that saltiness because it just lifts the flavors i think it is nice because it adds that mm. extra dimension yeah. and i think especially when you have a lot going on and you have sweetness and you have being yeah. like bold like i said at the beginning like when you have the bold flavors and you have the sweet and the fruity and all yeah. of that that salt it's like sweet and salty popcorn i love sweet and salty popcorn because i love that sort of juxtaposition of like the the sweet and the salty and sometimes i throw chocolate in as well because i like, <gasps> need a bit of, like oh I'll, I'll throw in some chocolate like m&ms or something with it as well because i like to have that I like, like that's very american I like that's probably american coming out there. yeah probably i regret nothing mm, so no, no. but yeah <laughs> well i think that's where that one kind of definitely yeah. stands more as it goes but they're all really good they're all in their own the ways we had tonight all there's a use case there's a use case for all of them and i love them all so yeah what was your favorite if you had to pick like one favorite because i don't know if i could pick one Hmm. if i could only have one it'd be the mirror pie i think mine might be that as well and like i want to make that clear that's not not just because we're totally biased no but i was gonna say like that it's just a really good beer i'm making it clear that that is it's a very tough decision yeah they're all real close they're all really good and it's all for different reasons But I think that saltiness, yeah. that's adding the extra dimension for me, yeah. is what sets that like a little bit Just, more. Yeah. But all of them are really good and it's a really oh, tough so decision. Good. If you can get any and all of these beers, please do it. Yeah, unless I mean, really to... like, unless you don't really like fruited beers, and then so it's not been for you. And we, I apologize. You've probably but skipped not it. really. So <laughs> hopefully you stuck around for the controversial opinion. Yes. But... Yes. Um, Tori, if people would like to share more controversial opinions with you, where could they do that? Yeah, you can do that on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. So from there, like I said, shameless self-promotion earlier, you could see the blog. I actually wrote something. I actually gave a shit to write something (laughs) and I'm going away on holiday soon. So I will. The intent is to write something about where I am on holiday, which I'm not going to say at the moment, but... (laughs) That is the intention. I started with Flock. Go check it out if you get a chance. Um, I wrote a whole bunch of stuff that I imported from my other blog, but that's the new one and that's what you got. So, yeah. Joe, if people want to talk to you about, oh, the exciting thing that's coming up, which is <gasps> potentially already passed by the time this might be, comes Yeah, out. I think by the time this comes out, it'll already have happened. Um, if you want to talk to me about exciting things, places... Exciting that, news. Exciting news, places we might be... Like the podcast show. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, talk to her about talk what to happened at the podcast yeah, talk show. Yeah, about what happened, that happened at this show, point. Because it's probably already happened. Um, then you can find me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest. I generally hang out on Instagram, but I've got some fun TikToks, so go and look at those as well. Uh, we also have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And you can email me at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com i did put out my monthly tiktok i've put out a monthly tiktok it was the when you're tired from arendelle festival yeah see that yeah it was good good. (laughs) in my instagram Um, (laughs) and if you want to speak to us as a collective for the podcast you can find us at a woman's brew on facebook instagram and twitter and you can email us at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com send us your ideas what do you want us to look at what beers do you want us to do next? Who do you want us to talk to? If you're a person that we want to talk to, tell us that we want to talk Let to us, you. Yeah, tell us that we need to talk to you because we would love to have you. 
Um, so on that note, oh, and don't forget, you can support us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Love Be Learning, currently. <laughs> we might change that. Let's know if you if, want to change this, that. The thing is, if there's enough, if there's yeah. enough of an actual uptake on that, and yeah. you actually want us, the thing is, you we've toyed us? around, we've toyed around. If you're listening this far, this is it, you're yeah. going to hear this now. Yeah. If you actually, if there's... We would start a Patreon specifically yeah. for us. But we don't think that anybody <laughs> fucking wants that. So, if you <laughs> if want to support if you us, want to see it. Tell us actually know. what you'd want on Patreon for us to offer you. What do you want? And early we'll, access. We'll make it happen. T-shirts. Is early access not stickers. good enough? Do you want stickers? Yeah. yeah. Do you want what stickers? Do you want? do you want to have like a whole Twitch stream of me just ranting right. to you live in real time. I monthly don't know. monthly drink alongs, I don't know, like you know, things like that. Anyone yeah, wants that. So we haven't it. set it up. So if you do want it, let us let know. us know. And we might set our own, might set one up just yeah, for the podcast. At the moment, it, yeah. we don't think anyone wants it. So <laughs> anyway, on that note, cheers. cheers.